Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Thunderdome Metal Reviews. I am Tracy Newport, is, and with me, as always, is the Dr. David Pizzo and Reverend Ben Lindsay. How y'all doing today, gentlemen? Uh, you know, I expected the skullet, but I got some. I got. I got some weird shit. That's what I got. Yep, I'm doing great, my man. How are you? Good to hear. Good to hear. I'm doing pretty good. And joining us, as is on occasion, is Mr. Buck Thornton. How are you doing today, sir? I am doing very well. How are you guys doing? Wonderful, wonderful. Living the um, dream. Yeah, it's cold and dark and wet. It's it's a day in paradise. Indeed. So it's a wonderful day in paradise. Yay. But we are looking at the day leading into paradise. Devin Townsend's 2019 release, Empath. Uh, if you can give us the details on it, Ben, I'm sure it's a long list. Yeah, it's a very long list. So it's going to everybody settle in with your favorite beverage and give me a moment here. This is his 18th studio album, if you can include all the side projects and shit that he does. Um, it was released on his own la label, Heavy Debbie Records, on March 29th of 2019. Recorded in a bunch of different studios, so I'm not going to bother to list. Has a runtime of 74 minutes and 8 seconds. Produced by Devin Townsend. The personnel on this album. Devin Townsend, lead vocals, guitar, bass, and keyboards. Nathan Navarro, bass on Genesis, Evermore, Y, and Borderlands. Morgan Agrin, drums on Genesis, Sprite, Y, Borderlands, Curious Gods, Empath, and Summer. Samus, 66 Samus, Paul Cielli on drums on Genesis, Hear Me, There Be Monsters, Gulag, Middle-Aged Man, and Total Collapse. Anup Sastri drums on Genesis, Spirits Will Collide, Evermore, Borderlands, I Am I, Silicon Scientist, Here Comes the Sun, King, The Waiting Kind, and Singularity. I will note that some of these are on a companion disc, which is demo tracks for this album, which I don't think we're covering. Elliot Disganji's additional vocals on Genesis, Spirits Will Collide, Evermore, Sprite, There Be Monsters. Chi Amy Dorval, additional vocals on Genesis, Borderlands, and Why. And Nick von Giersbergen, whose voice I love. Additional vocals on Hear Me, Here Comes the Sun and King. Chad Kroger, yes, that Chad Kroger. Additional vocals on Hear Me. Josefa Torres, additional vocals on Sprite. Ron Gitgood, additional vocals on Spoken Into on Sprite. Renee Townsend, additional vocals. Ryan Dahl, additional guitars on Borderlands. Steve Vai, additional guitars on Here Comes the Sun. Yes, that's Steve Vai. Sean Verabelt, pedal steel. Electro Women's Choir is the choir on the album. Callum Moreno plays the whistles mike kennelly at least sounds some additional guitars keyboards and he is listed as a co-producer and adam nolly get good is the producer and engineer and i am done and you can breathe <laughs> so gentlemen i inflicted this upon you guys you sure did i think i chose it by per no this was one of the random ones that came up but I'm happy it came up. <laughs> no, ran, uh, random, quote unquote. It is the, the traciest album that we have ever traced so far on this podcast. 100%. I'm like, damn, Tracy, why'd you write this album? <laughs> so, what did, and to put it in perspective, I went and looked back. I ranked this as my number six album out of 2019. You would. And which we've covered all but one that were ahead of it. So, huh. It's uh, it's unique. It's people are still talking about it. Uh, I got into a better headspace with it 
when I just decided, I'm like, oh, this is basically Mr. Bungle, but like like a good Mr. Bungle as opposed to the evil Mr. Bungle. So if there's like a negaverse, I don't know if you all have listened to the new Mr. Bungle. Fuck. In terms of randomness. And, and just also range. Like the range of these two. I think they're comparable. Uh, the range is insane on both Mike Patton and Devin Townsend. Uh, I think they both have mental problems. <laughs> um, I would guess based on the music they write and the lives they lead. Well, Devin Townsend, I think part of the reason he quit doing strapping on Lad is because he mentally, it was exacerbating his mental health issues. And he went and sought help with them. And he's like, I just can't get in the mental space to write music for that band anymore. And so then comes the next 12 albums of him and his side projects. What what do the other ones sound like? So I know Strapping Young Lad and I know this. What's are, uh, they, are they all like this? Question from mark? What, he's from what I've heard off his Devin Townsend project, which has only been uh, two albums, I think. It's much more to steal a name from one of the albums, Transcendent. It's much more spiritual in a sense. Huh. This is a pretty fucking spiritual album, dude. It is. I'm going to pick at some point in time, probably this upcoming year, and you'll kind of get what I'm meaning in that sense of like it's almost like the calmer moments from this album all rolled into. And amplified by 20. I'm worried you're going to tell some story, Tracy, like you killed a man. And this is the album you listen to afterwards. And it's what soothed your soul. And the only reason you survive, I'm like, fuck. Tracy probably had a moment with this album that I don't even know about. (laughs) Oh, this one? No, no, no negative moment with this one. Uh, the so before I start talking, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say Transcend is the one I'm most familiar with. Sure. I did really get into it heavy during comps time, so I can blame that entirely on you. Oops. Well, then this is payback. <laughs> this is the well, revenge is a dish best served cold, and this is uh, years in the making. So, uh, Ben, you were going to say something. What I was going to say is I wanted to hear um, Buck's thoughts on this album sure. before I I rolled in. Call it Shoot. on this thing before Shoot. you roll in with your. It's not thrash or slow or a grunt or a Gr- groove grunt. metal, so I don't Gr- like it's it. It's grudge. That's the new genre. You just <laughs> it, it is. It is. It is neither of those things. That is true. <laughs> With your, it's not metal hatchet. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's not metal. Oh, <laughs> some of it is. Anyway, yeah. Buck. Yeah, Buck, save us from ourselves. I'm so sorry. I uh, missed the change in the. Um, in the spreadsheet, so I didn't know we were doing empath. I thought it was, I was preparing for Paradise Lost, so I I don't have anything prepared for this. Oh, we we I've never even heard this album. <laughs> we fucked this up. You can always just mute and or no, is this the last one? I guess we've talked about the others. Yeah, it's yeah, the last yeah. one. I didn't so I know why. Oh, I didn't know. Okay, change. Oh I uh, well, I when I talked to him earlier, I, I thought we were doing that, so I mentioned it to him. So that's on uh, me. Um, yeah, no, that's yeah, you don't, Buck. You don't need to say a word because there was a period where literally, like, three weeks in a row, I just kept listening to Slayer. Like, we were supposed to be doing other shit. I'd be like, All right, let's talk about this Slayer. They're like, God damn it, stop, <laughs> stop listening to Slayer. And I, I could not, I couldn't, apparently. That happened I mean, a bunch of yeah. fucking times. I just, the only worst one, problems I have. 
Yeah, the only one with a perfect record to listen what he's supposed to is Ben, because I listened to the wrong couple Paradise Lost albums. I I wasn't a I wasn't a, I wasn't a slave to the spreadsheet yet. Like I hadn't let it rule me. Is it now? I mean, it's like a permanent tab now. So yeah, I also try not to listen ahead too far because I would fuck it up if I did. So um, so I guess Ben, what were you? What's your uh, thoughts on this random and music form, man? But before before I I say too much, I want to make three things abundantly clear. This isn't metal, but it doesn't matter. (laughs) Because it is incredibly well played and and immaculately produced. This is one of the best produced albums that we have done on this podcast, period. And quite frankly, except for two tracks, I hate every fucking thing on here. (laughs) (laughs) The the two tracks I like, however... (laughs) Um, you know, not to start talking about tracks, but I mean, there's just this is so all over the place, dude. It it's like watching an animated series for most of our, you know, <laughs> this if this was if this was a soundtrack to something on Adult Swim, I'd be like, OK, yeah, that makes sense. Totally. But just sitting down and listening to it, I was just like, come on, man. And again, it's all very well played. It, it reminds me of a cross between Frank Zappa, um, Queen from A Night at the Opera era, and Pink Floyd. And for some people, that's going to be very, very awesome. And again, the playing is really awesome. It is. It just didn't grab me. Um, even with Annette Van uh, Gisberg, and whom, whose voice I love, she is one of my favorite female singers in the metal or any other genre. And I know she works with Devin a lot. Devin also has a fantastic voice. His singing on this album is fantastic, even on the stuff that I didn't like. Um, dude, it's just too much, too much. However, I did say that there were two songs that I really liked. I really like Spirits Will Collide, yeah, which cool. is a, a big, epic song. I posted the video. If you haven't seen the video, go watch it. It also, by the way, it looks like something that would be on Adult Swim. And Singularity, the 23-minute and 33-second oh, track on the stage. Again, I was thinking of you. I, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I If they he had cut that out and released that as an album, I would love it. As a matter of fact, when I give this thing the grade, the grade I give it is going to be because of how much I like Singularity. Uh, I, interesting. I I agree. The playing is quite good in this album. It's extremely well produced. I was okay with it, probably because I used to listen to things like Mr. Bungle, so I have a a pretty high pain threshold for random shit. The Ocean Collective, I think, got to a little bit too when it sort of started bouncing around in that last album. Um, yes. I have to say, though, when I heard Sprite, I did say, I literally said, what the fuck? Like, I texted you guys. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then then I heard why, and I was like, wait, what? I mean, why? Why? Uh, I'm not going to say, yeah, there's no, I don't know. It is all over the place, and if you love genre bending, you'll probably like this. If you like Devin Devin Townsend, you'll probably like this. I agree, Ben. I got serious Queen vibes. So, who I really like yeah. Uh, and they're also all over the place. So I get it, I think. I hesitantly yeah. say I get it. 
um it is not an album i will necessarily return to again again <laughs> so uh, i feel kind of eh, i, I kind of expected your all's reactions to this album like and what's coming like i was like ah, i know how they're gonna feel about it but oh well uh y'all are here for punishment and the bees will continue to brown and bruise. But um, as for Ben liking spirits will collide, that makes me feel, kind of feel more like Ben will like Transcendence because that's much more in the vein of that album from start to finish. Um, yeah, I, will man, say, I dug that heavy envious thing that was going on with spirits will collide. Yeah, so you may actually dig Transcendence and it's, that, it's pretty much that from start to finish. But uh, one of the things I remember about Devin Townsend when he was talking about this album is that he since he self-produced it he was able to pay for the production costs for it and everything due to the fact that he had just re-signed a contract for with Spotify and streaming services to allow his music on streaming and the money he got from signing that is what paid for production of this album we got us some money worth because it's incredibly lush I mean it is really really good production yeah you know, uh, on another podcast I do, and I'm not a pop music person, as you probably could have guessed, but we reviewed Taylor Swift's two, two 2020 albums. And Taylor Swift is operating at the highest level of pop music, and the production on those albums isn't any better than the production on this album. That's how good it is. Sure. No, I agree with that. And I, I think on this album, it's purely because of Devin Townsend, and he's such a, a manic it would seem so. Well, and obviously incredibly talented considering he played pretty much every instrument other than drums. So Yeah. And I think maybe more disciplined than Mike Patton. And I say that adoring Mike Patton, but shit, that dude like broke up with Faith No More because he said that was a side project and Mr. Bungle was the project and then like didn't do shit for oh, like over a decade. Well, I so, did Mike Patton also start Dillinger Escape Plan? Yes, I think so. And and you know, walks yeah. with angels and rips their heads off and shoots lasers out of his eyes. <laughs> like he he's a weird dude. Uh, you know, Devin Townsend. There the other thing. Yeah, go ahead. No, you finish your thought. I was simply going to say I was also very astounded when I looked up imagery for this album, and he did not have a skullet which is why I open with that. And I know that's me pigeonholing him <laughs> in a previous iteration of his life, but I'm like, what? I thought this dude had a skullet. And then, you know, I did a side-by-side -side comparison. I don't know if finally he got married and his wife was like, no, like, this is not going to work. Or, <laughs> like, I don't... Something happened, but anyway. I mean, he does have a wife, so that is possible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she should have done it sooner. Um, that's, that's, oh. Yeah, probably. I, I see the Mike Patton comparison, and I think it's a really, really good one. But Mike Patton, I don't know. I guess it's because Mike Patton comes off and he channels a lot of anger into his stuff. And oh, I guess yeah. that's an emotion that I can tap into easier than what mm, Devin has sure. going on on this. And maybe that says a lot about me and maybe I should go to right. therapy. But, you know, I, I get it more than I got a lot of the stuff sure. on this. I'd say there's no maybe about it. All of us need intense therapy. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, you know, Mr. Bungle brought Scott Ian and Dave Lombardo to play. So that's uh, gonna be a different animal that new album 
because older Mr. Bungle is as random as this, perhaps more so. Anyway, we're on. A, I'm sorry, I took us to a bungly place, but that's the only thing I can really compare this to. Like in terms of just a weird dude who just cranks out shit, is a polymath, good at everything, uh, takes himself very seriously. I think I suspect based on this, you'd have to. Um, you know, it's I, it was not an unentertaining thing to listen to, which I know is not you know ringing praise but um it didn't hurt me the way some the way i would think tracy maybe was hoping it would uh if you if you really get hurt or you enjoy it one of the two i just the indifference is where it kills you me. want me to feel something well i felt something i guess like <laughs> i felt what the fuck when i heard sprite no it's should we talk about tracks i feel like we're heading yeah. into that Let's uh it, it opens pretty well i actually think castaway and genesis and spirits will collide and evermore are good that arc sprite kills it for me a bit because what the actual fuck i'm sorry i keep saying that but i'm sorry what um why again i don't know if we needed that song borderlands is kind of cool it's like a world unto itself um and then as ben said singularity is cool and maybe should have been its own self-standing thing i mean it's a little bit like hawken like they're sort of a second album inside the album type situation yeah. right and which this one, looking at the Wikipedia page, it has it split into different sections mm. on Singularity into six different sections. I'm sorry, I think six? you can tell that listening yes. to it. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I do think that it was conceived of as a movement um, as opposed to just a song. And yeah. I, I think that as you listen to it, you can tell that kind of like uh, to flashback to when we did Iced Earth. Um, Dante's Inferno that has three separate parts to that song too that were original when it was originally released it was in three separate parts when they remastered it, it was all just one song so I don't know because I did I listened to this digitally so it was all one track when I listened to it but sure. I can see hear the change as it goes through it yeah and that, I think that's part of it is it's like the the Hawkins song was, except it's just combined into one sure. single thing. And the song, the tr section titles fit to like what's going on in the song and how it sounds. So what yeah. tracks do you like, Tracy? All of them? Yes, all of them. This was an album. Oh, yeah. Eh, it was number six. I mean, why is a little out there, but all of them. And when I listened to this originally for 2019, Devin's pretty good about doing deluxe redu releases on his stuff digitally. And you get like a whole other album, like 70 minutes of, con of content. And all those are songs like they're 85% done, but they just weren't quite enough to fully, you know, drag across the finish line, get finished for the album. Or kind of like, yeah. For Go this ahead. particular one, it was Tests of Manhood, which was 49 minutes and 36 seconds. I did not listen to it, but it's all demo versions of songs. Yeah, some and, of them that made the album, some that didn't. And I listened to that, and he has a song in there that's literally about a man dealing with a middle age crisis called Middle Age Man. And so I feel like this may be hit in long form is Middle Age Man dealing with a middle age crisis. I mean, a few weeks back or months back, I don't know, when we did Hate Breed, and I said it was like your life coach yelling at you. This <laughs> felt like a very life coach album, too, but a much more positive, like, it's um, the Tony smiley, Robbins. happy life coach. 
Yeah, the Tony Robbins, exactly. It's the Tony <laughs> Robbins version. No, that's exactly. No, I thought this was the motivational speaker version of Mr. Bungle. Like, that's what I meant about it being like the white ninja instead of the black ninja. It's He's really trying to inspire you. And I don't know if he did that, but but I listened to his album multiple times and am not sad that I did, but may never listen to it ever again. You'll come back. You're going to reassign it? Like, I'll be like, didn't we already review this album? And then you're like, nope, nope, not this edition. There's a remastered, Evermore was remastered, so we have to do it again. <laughs> should we, so, so, should we grade it? It's great. Uh, let's do it, gentlemen. Tracy, go ahead. Just give uh, it. A... I'm going to give it the 102. No, I'm going to give it a strong A, like a 97. Okay. Okay. I see what you did there. Not quite A plus, but it's a fantastic album, and I'm gonna keep going back to it. So we don't have to. No, I'm just kidding. But for real, uh, what do you think, Ben? You said that your grade was gonna be like kicked up by the last essay. It was. It's kicked up by the last essay. If this album did not have most of its songs on it <laughs> oh i thought you were gonna say yeah. if this album was missing most of the songs that are on it it would be very good <laughs> <laughs> no well the, depending on how you want to look at it if this didn't have singularity on it so the 23 minutes and 33 seconds of singularity were cut from this album i would have given it a d with singularity which i probably would have given a b plus or an a minus uh, standing on its own, I'm going to kind of split the difference and give this a solid B minus. Because even though I don't necessarily like it, other than the the one track proper, Spirits Will Collide, and even that I think is too long. Because you know that's just how I roll. Um, I think that this is so well produced, so well played that if you are a musician, and it's just so weird that you should listen to it because it does push the boundaries of what we think of uh, um, not only a metal but music in general because there's some stuff on here that doesn't really fit neatly into anything and i think that there's a space for that and for that alone it should be listened to it's just not something that i ever want to listen to again i'm sort of in that same space i'd probably give it a c plus or a b minus i'm kind of in there too i'll i'll go with the b minus the low b minus so this he's right at the 80 uh, but insofar as it's gorgeously produced i agree with you it's incredibly sort of luxuriant and layered uh and you cannot dispute the musicianship or i mean i think the writing in some of these songs is quite cool so i'll go with a low b minus sorry tracy what does that make an art the average between the three of us as i put it at a the b plus average in between between us of course you already know Put no, your, actually, I gotta look it up. Your algorithm and it tells Average you. is 86.33 repeating. So a solid B. B's get degrees yep. like D's. So indeed. But because of your reactions, the beatings are going to continue until oh. Rowan proves. Oh, you're gonna give us some prog shit. I know I'm giving coming. you another dose of prog in Earthside's a dream and static. Mm. But it's going to have the caveat that LeJohn Witherspoon does a special guest track oh, okay. on one of them. So That's you get cool. that to go on with it. 
I'll take that. I'll so take there will that. be one good track on that album as well. <laughs> That's what you're hearing. Uh, I, yeah, well, uh, I just can't wait for you to make the Mastodon disc- double discography blast for Ben. Like um, eight Mastodon albums. I'm waiting for hey, Mastodon. He, to re- he finally re- had me review an album that I think Mastodon is way better than. So <laughs> You mean that first Paradise Lost? or? You know? <laughs> no. uh, I think he's taking shots at this one. I was. I was taking chances. <laughs> well, no. But also, the first paradise happened. boss. I think what I'm going to do is the next time Matt is going to release an album in 2021. Of course they are. They're, they're supposed to, so I'm probably going to try and do what we did with Lemma God and, do, and squeeze a blast in. That's fair. And that, we totally should. Yeah, I mean, they're a good band. They deserve it. They're, they're huge. I agree. Yeah. I still think Killer Be Killed is better than Mastodon, but so do I, of I. course, of course, I would think that <laughs> so. because it has max. That's why I can meet with I mean, points for obviously. <laughs> and I think they gel in a way that was un, is unexpected. Like the three vocalists in that band are awesome. Yeah, Which, yeah. no, I think so. Un, That's under, so unique in its sound. It is. So, but yes, and it has max in it. <laughs> so, so I won't deny it. I t- I will die on that hill. Is that the album that we're doing next, Tracy? The one that you just mentioned, the Hesla on? Yeah, A Dream in Static by okay. Earthside. Sweet. I look forward to it. I mean, you know, uh, it could be very good. We'll find out. Could be. But thank you for listening, and go spend an hour and a half of your day listening to this album. Yes, do it. Especially if you play music or want to play music but anyway thank you for listening to thunderdome metal reviews and you know what um we are in the new year so happy 2021 assuming that 2020 actually ended <laughs> it it, it's not going to it's not going to do you all see do you see the the <laughs> meme about trump for <laughs> posting a executive order that 2020 continues so he doesn't <laughs> he just adds a month trumptober yeah. or whatever it is <laughs> yeah that tracks. classic it does but, and 2020 continues. And so does Thunderdome Mitchell Reviews. Ah, we'll get you later. Bye.